Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we're chatting with quite possibly one of my one of the top 10 episodes that uh, I've ever been a part of for many reasons. One is uh, we just connected on so many different levels and have there's a lot of parallels on what she's building and what I'm currently building as well. But um, this is Melissa Lee Hughes. She has an amazing story. Um, you just have to listen to it. Of... Um, God calling her somewhere and then things just not working out the way that she thought it would. So we had an amazing conversation about disappointment and just trusting God and being in the valley and wondering where God is in that valley. And so um we awesome conversation on that on that topic. But she is a TikTok star, has got hundreds of thousands of followers, millions and millions of views. She now has a course on how to get into TikTok, how to create post short form video. But if you're in business, you're in ministry and you want to learn how to take your message and boil it down into short form video, which is where everything is at right now with YouTube shorts being coming out uh, and being more popular, Instagram stories, Instagram reels, Facebook stories. Um, I barely even am on TikTok, but now she's convinced me that I need to be there because the potential for lead generation is massive, but she just has an, an awesome story and is, um, doing an amazing job with TikTok. And so I'm just really excited for this interview for you guys to hear it. Here is my interview with Melissa. Melissa, welcome to Streams of Income. Thank you so much. Super excited to be here. I'm so excited that Greg connected us. I, I understand you were on a um, in a mastermind call with my friend Vincent Puglisi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was exactly. Yeah. Um, he's he and I go back a few years, so he's a good guy. I've been he's been on my podcast, and I've been on his, and so small world. But yeah, I was listening to Greg sent me your uh, video where you gave a speech, and it was just very powerful to me. I want my audience to hear your story. So feel free to go. I mean, I, I maybe not word for word because they can go listen to that video, and, but I want to just hear your story because it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So um, <clears throat> in 2015, my husband and I had the opportunity to go start a church over in the UK. And it was a dream of mine since I've been a little girl to go and live over there. So when we had that opportunity, I was a resounding yes. <laughs> and we love the Lord and just really wow. thought it would be just such a cool, cool thing to go do. Yeah. When so you guys got I married, did, did he know that was a passion of yours and something that was going to be on board with that or? <laughs> yeah, he was, Good. he was. Good. Yeah. And, um, so we, we've like moved over there. We quit our jobs, like wow. sold our cars, did all of that. Yeah. Moved over there. And I just remember like sitting in one of the most beautiful cities in the UK, which is Bath, in my opinion. And it was just a month after moving there. And I just really remember feeling like I was living the dream. Yes. You know, when you have those moments and I just remember like, looking out over the sea and the birds and I was sipping on a cup of tea, eating a scone. It was just <laughs> idyllic. It was beautiful. Yes. And I got a phone call and it was my husband and he was on the phone. He sounded very calm. He just said, Hey babe, like I've 
been in a little bit of a car accident. I'm okay. But, you know, with, and I obviously didn't know how everything worked over there, but he's like, but just with like everything, you know, would you mind just coming to the hospital? Just want to get things checked out. So I was like, okay. And obviously I'm concerned, but he was so calm that I was, I stayed very calm. And when we got to the hospital, I walked in the door and my heart just hit the floor because I remember seeing him at this point, he was totally drugged up, laid out on a gurney. Nurses were scurrying about. It was way worse than what I thought. Mm. And in the next 24 hours, you know, it was just surreal. We found out he was going to be bedridden for like a year. Um, I was going to be his full-time carer. He couldn't work. We obviously were there to lead the church and now he he was gonna be bedridden um you can do online church (laughs) yeah yeah right we went like in a place of like strength now in a place of like massive vulnerability yeah um and also not like really shortly after that i also found out i was pregnant and i couldn't work because of my visa so we It was like, whoa, here we are. Um, so the next couple, like, you know, weeks, I was kind of this person that was like, it's going to be f- like, you know, God's called us here. It's going to work mm-hmm. out. Everything's going to be great. Like, this is just a bump in the road. We're going to get through it. Yeah. But then as like the weeks and the months ticked on, things actually didn't improve. Like his health got worse. We faced a lot more financial issues. Um, people that we were like leading the church with left and it was just like, just things just were not panning out the way that we thought. And I remember sitting on my bed. Oh, and also I forgot to mention this, but the only place that would rent to us because at the time when he had the accident, we had no job, obviously car house furniture, like nothing. Mm -hmm. And the only place that would rent to us was a funeral home (laughs) in Wales yeah so we were like okay so we literally lived above a funeral home and so they'd like have services happening below Unbelievable! (laughs) like in the living room but like bedridden yeah and i remember sitting on my bed like looking out my window just seeing you know headstones and could hear that's not the vision board that you want to have right like you want you want to be looking at your future i have i'm a big believer in vision boards and you know speaking scriptures over my life that i feel like god's called me to do and it's uh yeah you don't want that visual like (laughs) always seeing cemetery oh my god yeah and just like you know going over there with so much faith and being like okay you know it's still gonna happen it's still gonna happen it's gonna be good and I got a phone call, I'll never forget. And it was a friend back home and she was like, Melissa, how are you doing? And I was like, you know, it's I'm we've had some challenges, but we're gonna we're gonna get through it. We're yeah. good. And there she just it was just like such a long pause. Yeah. And she just was like, Melissa, you know, it's okay just to say that it's really hard yeah. and things are not okay right now. Mm. And I just I couldn't even allow myself to get to that point. Yeah. Because I was really having to like answer a question that I just wasn't prepared to answer, yeah. which was, but then like, if things are not okay, then why did God call us into this? Yeah. And and like, now I'm actually questioning like the goodness of God, which yeah. sounds dramatic, but that was I how understand. I was feeling. 
Yep. Yeah. My wife and I had, um, <clears throat> I, if you don't mind, I'd love to dig into this because this is fascinating to me. I know we're here to talk about TikTok and everything that's happened for you and how to you know go viral on TikTok. And we'll get to all that for sure. But I love the personal side of this. Um, my wife and I had three miscarriages before we had our son. Wow. I'm 47. He's five. So you get an idea. We, we started a little bit late anyway, not we didn't meet until a little bit later. Um, and so people say, you guys, you know, had your kids so late. Well, it wasn't by choice. And so yeah. I know exactly those feelings where you're like, God, why? Like, I don't understand any of this, but I think he's, he's big enough to come to him with those questions. Uh, yeah. And I had, there was times um, where it was like, I, you know, you do question is, you know, is he good? And I knew I, I would question it, but in deep in my spirit, I knew, you know, I've been saved since I was nine. I've had such an awesome experience with the Lord and he is so faithful. So deep in my heart, I knew he was good, but what we were experiencing didn't match up with that. And so yeah. you have those questions and it's, I know it's okay to be real with him and say, you know, God, I don't understand this at all. This hurts. Um, you know, I can get emotional talking about it now just because I remember this. It was even harder for my wife, of course, mm -hmm. but you know, but then I, now I, I look at my son and, and it's like, man, God, you are good. And I don't, yeah. I still don't understand why we went through what we went through, but I feel like there's purpose in our pain. And I think that, um, you know, I don't have to understand it all. I don't have to know, have the question, this side of heaven, this question answered this side of heaven, but I just, I know he's good and I can see in Callan, you know, our miracle boy. And so that gives, um, you know, it's, it gives me allows me to speak out for people who go through the similar stuff, similar questions where you don't understand why that, you know, no, yeah. God is good. Satan's bad. God, <laughs> you know, it's not like he, you know, I, I don't believe that God, you know, um, you know, caused us to have miscarriages. I think we live in a fallen world and, um, you know, bad things happen to good people. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, God brought joy and awesome things out of our ashes. So, Sorry, that's my soapbox. But um, so, how have you dealt with that? Like, um, even now, like, how's your husband and how did all, how did all that work out? My husband's better now. Thank God. He's yeah. recovered. But I think like, and this is so true. I even like find this even now in my relationship with God. I think that moment, though, was the first time that I was actually willing to have an honest conversation with the Lord. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of shame around that almost not, you know, and maybe it's just me, but it feels like when you say like, I am a person of faith and you put your trust in God and then things don't go out, go out, go down well. And especially mm -hmm. when you're in leadership, you don't yeah. feel like you really have the opportunity to be like, Ooh, you know, like I'm actually struggling with trust, like believing that God's good. Um, I'm struggling to trust him right now. Mm -hmm. because it's like this toxic positivity of like, yes. and even if you say that to another believer, they're like, Hey, but God's, and it's true, right? <laughs> we need to yes. encourage each other. We right. need the truth. Yes. But I think sometimes like for us being able to really come to Jesus with our honest, like all of it, you know, like mm -hmm. he knows, but I, yes. I for myself, I just could not really be have that type of intimacy with him. Yeah. Because I thought that he wanted all my good bits. Mm. So realizing that God is interested in my ugly parts and yeah. the parts that I'm like struggling with, 
really opened me up to such a much deeper level of intimacy Mm. and freedom in my relationship with him. Yes. And knowing that like, it doesn't change how he feels about me. Yes. (laughs) It makes me emotional talking about it, but like, you know, we just so much, I think as a Christian, like want to like be pleasing to him and do the things and, you know, have our life be a testimony. But when we feel like, Hmm. Like I don't, I don't feel that way. And I'm actually struggling with like, you know, ugly feelings. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you exactly. know, but he, he's big, he can handle it. And he wants us to come. Yeah. We have a friend who we go to church with and she says, bring God, your big bags of disappointment and lay it right at his feet. And he'll, he'll take care of it. You know, he wants even yeah. that. So. Mm. Yeah. One of my favorite scriptures is where he says, um, Oh my word, it's totally escaping me now. Um, where we can approach the throne of grace mm-hmm. with confidence. Find help, with help, find help in our time of need. And find help in our time of need. Yes. And I just think that that's so important. And so many Christians don't feel like they can approach the throne of grace. Yes. In their time of need, they're like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> or just like not really be vulnerable with God. But that mm-hmm. honest conversation. Um, about yourself and then God and then getting his word on it. Yeah. And then obviously like surrounding yourself with believers that are going to say, Melissa, this is real. Let's be real about how you feel. Stop faking it till you make it. Mm-hmm. But let me really truly encourage you in your faith. So I think those things were, have been instrumental in my life, um, really overcoming. And, and also, sorry, I'll wrap this up. I'll go for it. This is awesome to me. I love this. I could talk for hours about all this stuff. So go. Oh, I love (laughs) me too. I think the thing that was like, you know, there's, there's something about when God speaks to you, Mm -hmm. when God really finally answers the, that cry of your heart. And I'll never forget walking around. It was this park in my, by my house. Yeah. And I had my kids and I was struggling with like insomnia and anxiety and just really being like, God, how could anything good? Because you're now dealing with a newborn at some point and your husband, like, oh my goodness, I can't even imagine. I remember, I remember having a newborn and that was hard. And I was able to help my wife if, if I was relying on her to take care of me too. Wow, you had a special grace on you to do that. No, I, no, I didn't. It was, if there was any grace at all during that season, it must have been from the Lord. Um, wow. But I, I do remember God just saying to me, like, and it's funny because we were living in a valley on a cemetery, and it took me so long to like understand that this is a season of pruning and of uh, like dying to things. You were literally in God, the valley, valley of the shadow of death. We literally lived there. We literally lived there. Oh yes. And I just, I just remember God saying, um, you know, I really wanted a pain free life. Like yeah. that was what I thought was promised to me. Like mm-hmm. if I follow Jesus, it's all going to be great. Right. Yeah. But right. he just really showed me that like, he actually works better in contrast mm-hmm. because You can't have a triumph without a tragedy. Mm. You can't like really love someone without experiencing heartache. Like that's Mm. no way to live. You like God gives us a profound life. And I just saw the cross and the resurrection. And I was like, whoa, I've always just wanted like 
all the happy parts about Jesus, right? Like yes. the miracles, the crowds, you know, the healings. <laughs> and and God's like, that's not, Melissa, no, that's not the Christian life. It's right. it's the cross, right? Take up your cross and follow me. It's the pain, it's the suffering that we do go through as believers. Mm-hmm. And it's the resurrection. And yeah. life is better and like mm-hmm. it's more profound. So wow. Yeah, so good. How'd yeah. you go from a <laughs> living in in a funeral home to getting on TikTok and social media? And oh my gosh. <laughs> um so you know, it was all that and we ended up um moving home actually right before mm-hmm. COVID, which was the grace of God. Yeah. And I took a job working in childcare just to okay. like we were trying to get a house, we needed income, COVID. But I remember just being like, man, Lord, like, I want to be at home with my children. Like, I want to, and and I never, and I didn't know the next step. Yeah. And I just, I really was struggling to know, like, what's my purpose? Like, what am I doing? Mm. And um, so I was praying about that. And I want to just share this story. I don't share Go this a lot it. on, yeah. I've been like on the podcast, but it yeah. means a lot to me. So, yeah. and maybe this might help someone in this space. Because some of us might not know the next step, but I was like applying for jobs, applying for jobs, rejected, rejected, rejected. And it was Christmas time. And I remember saying to my daughter, who was like three, I was like, what do you want for Christmas? And she's like a dump truck. That's what she asked for. She's like, I want a dump truck for Christmas. I was like, oh, in my head, I was like envisioning a Barbie dream house, an easy bake oven. Yeah. But she asked for a dump truck. And I found out every day in her childcare class, she would see a dump truck, uh-huh. like come and she thought it was cool. Yeah. So that's what she was seeing every day. And that's what she mm-hmm. thought was great. Yeah. But God spoke to me through that whole thing when I was trying to apply for jobs and trying to figure out the next step. Mm-hmm. He was like, Melissa, everything that you're going to try to go for is going to be a dump truck. Because what I have in store for you is a Barbie dream house. Mm. You like my daughter. That's so good. We don't have commercials because we just watch Netflix. So she didn't even know that a Barbie dream house existed. Me as her mom, as her parent knew. And I felt like God was like, you need to just trust me because the plans I have for you, it's a Barbie dream house. So just like, trust me. And so I, so I was like, okay. And then um, in January of 2021, he just started speaking to me about posting videos on social media. Um, Wow. So did did you end up getting a job or was... um, No. Okay. No, I just worked in childcare. Stay at home mom. And then you hear him say, post videos on social media. Because you don't have a... At this point, you don't have a personal brand business or anything like that. You're you're just a a wife, not just. You're a a wife and a mom. Right. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm working 40 hours a week in childcare, dropping oh. my kids off at one end of the building and looking after somebody else's, which is yeah. not ideal right. for any woman. Like they yeah. want to, you know, I feel like you need, yeah. So, no, I had none of that. And, yeah. but yeah, in January, I just, it was January of 2021. Mm-hmm. Literally, was, I just felt like, you know, he just was like, post videos on social media. And it was like so random. And I was like, I don't even, that's, <laughs> the desire for it, like being yeah. like, I could give my time. Like, 
that grace, you know, like how it says, like he calls us and then he equips us for the good work. Yes. Like I had no desire to be like taking time to post videos, but suddenly I was like, <laughs> I, I really like, I think I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. And so I talked, I talked to my husband about it. Yeah. We prayed, God, if this is something Melissa should do, would you just make it clear? Yeah. Five days later, I uploaded this video on TikTok. Uh-huh. Never really first one. Did, did not you even know, know to what to post? Like, did you have no. any direction from no. like Lord? Like, what kind of videos? <laughs> no, no. I was literally just like, okay. And I just wow. uploaded one of the very first videos that I had, which is a video of my kids sledding. And uh-huh. I was just trying to figure out how to put text on the screen and yeah. how to even use this app. That video the next day got 22 million views. Jeez. And I ended up on the Kelly Clarkson show. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. So it was confirmation. <laughs> yes, for sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. So where'd you go from there? You're you're like, okay, this is the right, this is the right path. You just obviously kept posting videos. Yeah. And I literally <sighs> posted videos in my car on my lunch break while working a full-time job because that was all I had. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is something I've been thinking about even today. Um, you know, sometimes like when God calls us to do something, we are and we hear stories like this, we think, oh, wow, it just worked out for her or it worked out for him. But yeah. like, there was a lot of work involved. Like it yeah. was really hard working a full-time job and it sounds great. Like I'm not complaining, but like when God calls you to something, like it's not just like a miracle happens. It's like, we have to like work it. We have to yeah. step into it. We have to yes. co-labor. Like we can't just, I feel like so many of us are like, God, it's not working out. And I'm like, I had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't know anything about TikTok or social media. Or I remember like crying one night with my husband, being like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, but all people are seeing on the outside is like, oh, Melissa's well, gr- growing yeah. this following. And, but yeah. I, it was hard. Yeah. Did you have any sense of like why I'm supposed to be doing these videos? <laughs> like, what's the point? Um, <laughs> Yeah. So my, like a huge passion of mine and my heart has always been evangelism. And like, how are we like reaching unsaved people? Like, how are we connecting, even just connecting with an outside audience? And so to me, I've like, I really started to see, like, I think social media is actually like a mission field. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So I like, I started posting just like content about motherhood, not even really like talking about God, yeah. just like being a mom, like, con- like just connecting and like being like, I feel like I want to see people saved through these videos. I wasn't yeah. preaching the gospel, but I was like, yeah. you know, at least they're getting connected to yeah. someone that's a believer. Mm-hmm. And then really in, um, actually it was just this summer really felt like God started to transition me because I started learning that you don't want to just build an audience. You want to build a community. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like maybe it would be better if I could transition my content to talking about Jesus, Mm -hmm. pull in Christians and equip them to Mm -hmm. share and to be on social media and to like, or even share in their everyday life. Like, right. So that's more of like the direction that I'm taking it now. But, um, So that's like what I feel like, God, that's the purpose behind why I'm on there. But even now, like, I'm like, I'm still figuring it out. Sure. 
Wow. Okay. Tell I want there's so many things we could get into here. Yeah. Um I wanna what's the pulling Christians off and, and training them? What's that looking like for you practically? Yeah. So right now, um I am in the middle of that transition. I I started a second account called okay. She Can Share and it's a um it's on TikTok. And also I created a like a course huh. helping helping Christian women use TikTok to market their business. Yeah. Because I I feel like a lot of the ways that we are going to see unsaved Christian like people come to a place of faith is by using our talents. Yes. And so it's like if we can activate our gifts, you know, and you can be using your your talents in what you do, and then also be sharing with your words, like connecting. Because this is the thing. And I've done a lot of evangelism. Like I I would do like street evangelism. I love praying for the sick. Yeah. I totally believe in miracles, signs, and wonders. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm like a full-blown yes. <laughs> Jesus-loving <laughs> Christian. Me too. Yep. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't feel like, and I think John Maxwell does this really well. It's like, how can Christians receive you and how can we add value to people sometimes before we are able to share our faith yes right and i think like that's more of like what i'm feeling god showing me as uh evangelism is like using your gifts your talents like maybe you you know you have a business i don't know doing carpentry Mm -hmm. and that's the hook that's what pulls people in But then like you as a light, like having those opportunities, those moments where you're talking with someone that's maybe a non-believer and being like, hey, you know, I was praying for you. And this is what I feel like God's saying and creating those those conversations. Mm -hmm. But I think like, you know, for evangelism and ministry, being out in outside of the church, I think it will look like that. And I do think social media just like sharing Jesus on here, mm-hmm. where are people's attention? That's right. So that's like, I'm building that out right now. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Okay. So where can people find your course? Yes. So it's on my TikTok. Um, also on my website. Okay. Um, what are those links? Yeah. So it's melissaleehughes.com and Lee is L-E-A. Okay. And then my, and then that's actually everything. Melissa Lee Hughes on Instagram, Melissa Lee Hughes on TikTok. Um, and then the course is called She Can Share. Awesome. So, but yeah, I like, I really do love, like, that's kind of my heart. And yeah. I just, so I'm figuring it out. Yeah. You know, I've started messy. <laughs> that's exactly. <clears throat> it's, okay. So you and I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I want to keep going the interview, but um, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about af- outside of the podcast, but like I'm in the same boat. Um, I've built a, a, an Amazon business. I have an Amazon community of people that are, that are selling on Amazon. I've used when I feel like, you know, and you watch hundred percent, right. When you have a platform, you've helped people financially that gives you um, almost a window or an open opportunity to share the gospel. And I've done that through this podcast. I'm not ashamed about it at all. Um, and I know that's probably turned away some people from turned away some people and that's okay. But 
I also feel God transitioning me with, um, I've done this podcast for three and a half years now, mm-hmm. but I've sensed him, um, guide me towards, uh, it, it came from a friend. I have a friend who's a missionary to the Philippines and he has a podcast and he's editing it himself. He came to me asking if my VA could help him uh, with his podcast. And so that conversation turned into, let's just create a podcast network. And it's messy. I'm at the very beginning of this. It sounds wow. like where you are with She Can Share, which yeah. um, is amazing. But it's uh, I want to help pastors, evangelists, ministers, missionaries either start a podcast or grow the current one they have. And to me, a podcast is just a tool to spread yeah. the gospel. And so that's another reason why I'm so eager to talk to you, because I feel like these people who are in my new network they're going to need to take that same content. I, I have a VA that takes my content, posts it on social media, that clips up my podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm not on, I have a, a, a TikTok account, but I don't really use it. <clears throat> and you said something in your video that was just powerful that you said, if, if you're going to be content to just post pictures on social media, you're going to be left behind and short form videos where it's at. So I want to help people who are spreading the gospel use these tools to do that. And I feel like the church is so far behind. I feel like they, some of them just don't, they know social media is out there, but they're just either now getting on social media or just posting things that aren't, aren't doing anything. And social media changes so fast, as you know, and who knows, there may be a whole other platform next year. That's the thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But the concepts all the same, like you can just, like you said, you can repurpose, like take, take something you're already doing and just, you don't have to have five different pieces of content, do yeah. it once and spread it mm-hmm. out. So let's, I want to, <clears throat> all to say is I could talk to you for hours about some of the stuff that we're doing that's pivoting that are, that's, um, it's the, we're in the messy beginning of my podcast network. And it sounds like you're, and I want to help you with whatever I can do to help you with your chic and share program. But let's talk about, um, some of the tactics, like why short form video? Why is mm-hmm. that so key? Um, and just anything around that you want to share? Yeah. Short form video is really because TikTok was a social media disruptor in 2020. And, you know, everybody was sitting pretty with their curated content and their uh-huh. pictures. And that was what was like really trending with social media. And then COVID happens and everybody's in their pajamas and TikTok people posting like, you know, no makeup on just like life. And it was interesting. You know, it was like people were done with this like overly polished content that TikTok just exploded. And so I think even now, and it's, it is starting to change because more businesses are coming on that platform. But even now it's like, people just want that human connection Mm -hmm. over these like pictures that seem like it's not, it used to be Instagram, right? I remember it used to be Instagram where it was in the moment. And now it goes through like 10 different editing, right? Before it gets posted. But people want, at the end of the day, people want to connect. Mm -hmm. And so with video, it feels more like a connection. Like even, I'm sure you saw like my photo before coming on this podcast. You might've been like, oh, Melissa looks like a nice girl. But then like being able to talk and, you know, hear the way that I speak, you know, see my facial expressions, you feel like 
much more like you know me more and yeah. so i think with short form video it's quick people yeah. are getting connected to you people are getting to know you and they're getting these little nuggets that are helping their their, their lives mm. and it's just taken off yeah okay so let's say pretend that i'm two different <clears throat> people that let's say business owners so the women that you're helping the she can share program mm -hmm. so let's say i'm a, I'm a woman and i'm a rep uh, maybe there's a like my wife for example um buys um oh this very healthy cosmetics um and i think she can even become a like a you know she can sell it if she wants mm -hmm. let's say that she's doing that business what would you mm -hmm. tell somebody like that well what kind of videos besides doing makeup or whatever um you know what are some examples of some good of content that people should be posting on tiktok if you're running yeah. a business yeah, if you're running a business, you should definitely be posting it and it's all depending on what it is. So like if it's a product, I mean one of the best things are before and afters or like how the pro like how the product works mm -hmm. just to demonstrate and to show and talk about like this is what it was before, this is what it was after. That's just yeah. like great marketing. Um and short just literally, it can be like a 20 second clip. Mm -hmm. Um and using testimonials, things like that. Mm -hmm. If it's a service, it's really all about giving that hook yeah. um, in the beginning to draw your ideal customer in and then adding value. And it's really funny watching TikTok because what worked a year ago, being like, here are three secrets to this. Uh -huh. It's starting to become like white noise. Like it's, I don't know if you've, what you've seen, but how people are like hooking viewers in you need to really kind of almost understand how to do that because yeah. if if you can't hook someone in the first five seconds of your video wow. three to five uh -huh. seconds you've uh -huh. lost them yeah so the end part of your video could be amazing but if you haven't hooked them in that first three to five seconds then your content isn't going to get seen mm. So it's really important that you understand how to grab people's attention, yeah. what your ideal customer is looking for so that you can say that in the beginning yeah. and you front load the video. Mm -hmm. It's things like that. Yeah. Is it easy to test? Like, <clears throat> I would imagine you get better at it as you go and you just see what you see what videos work and what don't, what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And you, well, that one didn't work. So let's not do it that way ever again. Yeah. Is it just, just a lot of trial and error? It is a lot of trial and error and finding yeah. out like, what your audience like really likes. Like I was shocked. I remember when I was trying to also figure out what, you know, what was interesting for moms. One of the things that I had no idea was such a struggle was mealtime. And I did this video being like, Hey, don't make five meals for your kids. If they want a snack at bedtime, just give them the meal that they had. It got a million views. <laughs> and I was realizing, Whoa, yeah. I have no, cause my kids aren't picky eaters. Cause I've done right. such a great job. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's like, the same way with my wife. Uh, he, our our son is very not picky at all. He <clears throat> he'll yeah. eat about anything. Yeah, but a lot of parents struggle with that. So I was like, yeah. whoa! So although anytime I post about that, those videos do really well. Yeah, is that my passion in life to help moms with picky eating? No, <laughs> but um, um, what was I gonna say? But that those are videos that I know perform well. Yeah. So I like hold this tension between like recreating what works but then also making sure that you're sharing the message that you feel like god has put on your heart yeah, to share. that's good 
And as we know, like we should be responsible for sharing it, but we can't always be responsible for the results. Sure. So I think like for somebody that is sharing and being on there and wants to use it for the purpose of reaching people, mm-hmm. I think there's a huge like thing to be said of like, don't let the algorithm dictate the message that God's yeah, put on your heart. That's good. You know, like really show up and share what God's like speaking to you about. And then like, and trust that to him. And I have found so much freedom in that, like in my own life, just like sharing yeah. with people person to person. Mm-hmm. But then on social media, it's like, we just sow seed and like, that's so good. Mm-hmm. And somebody else may come along and water it. And yeah, that's so good. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm a minister and I'm preaching every Sunday. <clears throat> Should I just take my sermons and have somebody chop them up and post that? Or do I need to be like a little bit more intentional, sit, mm-hmm. set aside some time and just get me in the cell phone and just share maybe a quick something more. Um, I mean, I guess if I'm not going to, I'll just let you talk. Should it, should it be, should it be a, a sermon clip or more personal into the camera to only that audience or, mm-hmm. or what, what do you I'd say you? both. Like if okay. you could have like well-rounded content, okay, that's, you know, cause every video goes out on its own, but yeah. you know, and then, and maybe like finding out what works, like maybe your the videos that you're chopping up aren't performing that well. So maybe you just mm-hmm. stop those, but I think it, there's something to be said Like even for me, like I have clients and they'll send me videos and I'll cut them up and post it for them. They never do as well. And they never do as well as if the person does it themselves and they are the ones that are like manning that. Yeah, There's something to be said about like the creator being present with their followers. Um, So I think it's both. That's good. I think a lot of people think TikTok is just, you got to get on there and dance and all that. And like, I'm not a dancer. What do I do? Like, um, but it's not, is it? So it's so oh different. My gosh. <laughs> people are learning so much. Um, tick, yeah. It's such a place. It's a place of education. It's a place of business. Yeah. I've had, I had one, I had one girl, one of my um, clients actually just last week posted a video. She got yeah. a thousand leads to her business. Wow. Okay. Talk to me about that. Cause I, I saw that in your video. You like, it's, it's a, it's a lead generating tool and a machine. Yeah. So what, um, am I sending people back to like a lead magnet mm-hmm. or what, what's that process? Yeah. It's really connecting with the problems of your ideal audience mm-hmm. and showing them what's available. So like, maybe you do have a lead magnet for her, what she did. Um, she basically has a business where she helps Christian women um, come into a personal development program that then they can go out and sell. It's like an, it's social selling model. And so she just did a video being like, you can make $2,000 by Christmas time. Wow. (laughs) And people were like, I want to make $2,000 by Christmas time. And you know, so, and that's, and that's where she got the leads. Is is the leads coming back to an, like a, they get email, these email leads or how to, how are people, what's the call to action? Yes. So some of them are just people were commenting, like, I want more information. I want to know it's even better if you can have it automated. So you're not having to personally yeah. reach out to every single person <laughs> yeah. and you can say like, if you want in on this, right, go to my profile and sign up or 
hit the download. Like, so they enter into your CRM, your yeah. like, whatever's you, hosting. Because I, mean, I imagine TikTok is great, but it could go away tomorrow. And so mm-hmm. you want to get those leads off, correct? I mean, am I, is that still the right thinking? Because the email list is still going to be your gold. Yours. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I'm even realizing that too. I'm like, oh, I got all these followers on TikTok, but it's like, better, better pull them in. Right. And how do you, what do you think is the best way to do that? Is it? It is having a good, it's having good content, you know, yeah. that like people are getting to know, like, and trust you. And then having a good lead magnet. Like I did, yeah. I did a video um, talking about how I was able to help my daughter learn how to pray because uh-huh. she was, she, she didn't want to pray anymore. And I realized it's because she just doesn't know what to say. So mm-hmm. I created these like little kid prayer scripts oh, and I God. talked about it on yeah. my account. And then people were like, I want this. I want this. So I was like, <laughs> I should, pr- I should make this available. There's so then magnet. that has really grown my email list. Um, yeah. And now I'm like, could I sell this? So I actually just the other day put it on there for $3. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, make money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. you're putting out content. You should get paid for it. Yes. Wow. I feel like I could ask you so many questions and I, um, kind of in a way to, in a hurry to end the interview, cause we can chat a little bit more personal if you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> just cause it, what we're doing is it seems so similar. It um, is. What other advice you're creating, would you You're wanting to create like a way for people to leverage podcasts because yeah. that's the tool yes. to share. And I'm doing that exact same thing yeah. except short form video on social media, yeah. which is, I see that though, that yeah. TikTok or social media is just a tool. It is a tool. Yeah, man. What, um, what advice would you give people who are wanting to like, man, I, the social media thing, or I'm not comfortable on video or what are those, those ladies that come to you that, you know, that they know they have a message they're supposed to share, but they're nervous about it. Yeah. It's amazing actually. Cause you go through so much personal development, like personal growth, like even for myself, like overcoming a fear of man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you post something and I mean, I've had videos go viral and people have torn me apart mm-hmm. and like, it would affect me. And now yeah. I'm like, don't care. Like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I right. So you come into your own freedom. Yeah. Um, so I think like it is something that is worth praying about because, mm-hmm. you know, you if if you feel like you have a message to share, I think that there is so much value in taking stock in that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women and I thought this was like, why would I share like there's so many voices. Like, what does my voice even matter? What do I even have that somebody hasn't already repeated? But this is the thing. Nobody said it the way that you say it. Exactly. You know, nobody's shared it the way that you share it with your story and Mm -hmm. then fluctuation in your voice. Like the way that you show up is Mm -hmm. unique and it glorifies God because you are his creation and it's going to reach someone that's going to connect with you. So like your voice is needed. Yes. That's so good, man. That's so good. That's so true. But we look at it like if I was going to come out with a a TikTok course, which I have no business doing because I just barely on TikTok, (laughs) you know, I could look at you and be like, well, she's already done it. But then, you know, no, like, well, mine would probably be called he can share. And so that's already (laughs) different. Um, it already, you know, and it's just, it'd be my voice is unique. And then I'm going to attract somebody that you're not going to attract. And yes. I'm going to be able to reach somebody that you may not be able to reach. 
And so, yeah, just be obedient. There's um, a friend of mine says, you know, and she, I think she heard it from somebody else that somebody is waiting on the other side of your obedience. And yes. there, there's an, there's somebody that needs your gift that needs that message that God has placed on your heart because he needs you to say it because he needs yeah. you to reach a certain person. So get out yeah. there and do it. It's so true. I love that, man. What else? This is so awesome. Anything else you want to share? Yeah. I mean, I just, um, you know, like with social media, I think like people are using it to consume, which that's good because you learn stuff, but like something that God's really been like revealing to me, that's been really cool is that like, and I've never really connected with God in this way, but you know, God is a creator. Yeah. And when we show up on social media to create, we are partnering with God, you know, like rather than showing up to consume and take it in and like scroll and numb, it's Uh like, what if we showed up to create and to give and to serve and to love people on the other side of the screen? Like, you know, and I understand, I think, I think another like big thing too, and I've struggled with this being like, you know, there's this whole like celebrity culture mm-hmm. around Christianity and like not wanting to make it about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like <laughs> Melissa grew a following and I've struggled being like, I hope people don't think that it's all about me. Right? right. But at the end of the day, you know, when people have influence, they do have power. Yes, and what right. you like, God entrusts that to people yep. and what you have power influence over, you can create change and you can, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't like God said, like, go forth and multiply, right. you know, take dominion, uh-huh. have authority. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're just like wanting to stay small. Yes. But I think like God really wants us to grow and to have influence and mm-hmm. to like, spread the gospel. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's so good. <clears throat> One thing um, that's helped me a lot, a lot. I have people that come to me that said they, they have problems tooting their own horn. Um, they don't want to promote themselves, but to those people who have a message on their heart that they know is from the Lord, flip it. You're not promoting you. You're just you, you, Melissa and me, Ryan, we're just vessels And so I don't have a problem promoting myself anymore because I'm not promoting me. I'm Mm -hmm. promoting the message that he's given me. So now it's me promoting God and I have no problem going out and talking about him. And so that's Mm -hmm. helped me get over that and feel like I'm, you know, I'm promoting myself. I'm not, it's the message that he's given me that has to get out. And so that's helped me a ton doing video, doing podcasts and, doing all that I do because I know it's, it's his message and it's yeah. easy to promote him. It's not as easy for me to, I'm a, I'm a fairly humble, shy guy. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be the center of attention, but if I look at it this way, this is his message that he's given me, then that makes yeah. it easier. That's so good. I love that. I think that's absolutely true. And I think in anything like, you know, God calls us to use our voice and you know, just in anything, I think, it's important that we just make sure we do have the right heart in it yeah. and like keep that in check because I don't think anybody is outside of at some point. I remember actually this really blessed me. Sorry. This is just something that came to my mind. Yeah. Do you know who Jackie Hill Perry is? No, I don't. 
she's awesome. She's a Christian speaker. She okay. actually, um, yeah, she she's a Christian speaker, and she's I really value her content. Yeah. But I remember what, like looking at a post of hers, and she was like, "Lately, I've been thinking that I'm pretty great." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's like, I really had to check myself. And and I appreciated that because she was vulnerable about it and honest. Yeah. And so I think like when you do have influence and you do start to get praised or people are like, I love what you say. It yeah. is just so important to be like. Exactly. Yes. You know, that's so good. And just check ourselves with that. And yeah. I've tried to make sure I do that, too. Mm. Yeah. I love Melissa. You're welcome back anytime. Anything, anything Aww. you ever want to promote, you just let me know and I'll have you back on. This has been so fun for me. Yeah, I have loved that. This has been an amazing conversation. I feel like I'm not even on a podcast. I'm just getting to like <laughs> chat with a friend. Right. Amen. Me too. Well, thank you so much. And uh, seriously, let me know anytime you want to be back on. Thank you. It's been amazing. Right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.